Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Bacon Wire. Go green, go white. Had another, I wouldn't call it amazing win against Rutgers. It, I'd say, is a lot harder than it need to be, but um, we'll get into that and a couple more things. Um, Spartan Dog, how was your weekend? So, Lucas, I actually wanted to open with this. Um, okay. You know, uh, can we just acknowledge how fucking how fucking insane our fan base is for a minute? <laughs> Uh, we, uh, we had 600 yards of offense held Rutgers to a single touchdown and we were ready to murder everybody from Mel Tucker down to the kicker's girlfriend on Saturday. I may or may not have been part of the last uh, committee. Um, not murder, but slander. It's my favorite thing about uh, it's my favorite thing about when MSU has a good team is like oh. every little thing pisses everybody off. Oh, buddy, we we go nuts. Like I think <clears throat> we we get to see. I think we just see the potential this team can have, and we're frustrated with some of the coaching decisions and the stuff that we'll get into later. But like, yeah, you know, it, it got a little egregious, and I will admit, I was a little upset at the field goals and I'm going to talk about it when we get to our compliment sandwich, but yeah, this, this fan base, you know what? It's passion. You cannot fake. Absolutely not. You we can are, absolutely. People yeah. say Michigan fans are rabid and passionate and they are as much as I fucking hate some of them. They are passionate people and we are, I think we're right up there with them. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a, an unfakeable passion. Um, Oh, we did get a new devotee video. Did you see it? I did. Um, that dude talks. I I, I actually have a couple critiques. Um, <laughs> one, Michael, if you're listening, yes. Uh, whatever, what, whichever article of clothing you were wearing that had the tag on it, uh, whether it be the pajama pants or uh, the shirt. I mean, I know shirts can get you know, in the $20, $30 range. But, you know, if it just rip it off, they're not going to take it back after you got your under boob sweat on it. Like, no shit. What a fucking weirdo. uh, Like, it's not like, you know, it's not like the, uh, you know, it's not like how some people will leave like the MLB seal on their hat to like certify it's a real MLB hat, even though no one gives a fuck. Like it's a t-shirt. They wear the new era tag. Right. Or yeah, it's a pair of pajama pants. Uh, Who gives a shit? (laughs) Um, And two, like, I really felt like the energy was, uh, there was really some low energy honking going on um, when he was honking the horn. Uh, Matt, uh, do you have any critiques for our friend, Michael Laskowski, AKA Wolverine devotee in his latest video? Oh, honk, honk, go blue. Um, you know, keep that energy, man. We'll see you on the 30th. Okay. Well, I was just saying like, he needed to take the tag off whatever article or clothing it was attached to. And I felt oh, like, <laughs> and I felt like the honks were a little low energy. Like I, I wanted more out of the honks. I, I don't know if he... I've never, I never thought he would sound like that. Um, but he did. Um, it's like our friend, uh, Dan, I never thought Dan would sound the way he sounds. Dan has a sultry voice. It is, oh. it is wild. Yeah. It's just... like the, uh, 
like i don't want to compare it to that because it's not exactly the same situation but like the uh the guy with the golden voice you know Mm -hmm. very similar though same energy yeah he was in cleveland wasn't he yeah Yeah. his name was ted something just very like you don't expect that voice to come out of that mouth i enjoy it though i enjoy dan oh Uh, dan's a king dan I, I know we're in audio format. I know you listen, but I'm giving you a thumbs up right now. We're all dual thumbs, thumbs up. up from everybody. Dual thumbs up from everybody. Um, uh, yeah, I just need to say if Dan does listen, I think he does. But um, I your voice did not disappoint. I was always curious to hear what you sounded like. Not that sounds really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. Dan, let know. us hear you sleep. Now. Dan, can I hear you breathe at night? Uh, no, I. Uh, it made me appreciate him more. And he could do voiceover work. He really could. Like, that could yeah. be a side gig for him. I mean, I'm not exactly sure what Dan does for a job. I don't think I, I don't think he's ever gotten into that. I, you it's know, in the medical field, but that, that's, okay. all we'll, that's all we'll say. Yeah, but he, his voice is being wasted on, yeah. um, on doing <laughs> phone calls. He should, you know. He should be doing video game voiceovers. Yes. Um, I'm sure he could make, make some cash doing cameos. You get him on dollar cameos, you probably get. Yeah, he yeah. could do trailer, he could do trailer voices. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. Dan, so, let us Dan, let us be your agents. Uh we all, we only want 50% <laughs> of your earnings. Um, and that's a deal compared to what others uh what other agents are gonna give you. Yeah. Yeah, Bacon Wire uh, Talent Group LLC. Yeah, BWTG. Yep. As the kids say, tap in. Um, so let's get right into it. Michigan State beats Rutgers. I mean, by the scoreboard soundly. By the cover, yes, we covered pretty easily. Covered, I think, a five and a half, four and a half point spread. Uh, Lucas, good teams win. Great teams cover. Thirty-one to thirteen. It, it was a little dicey. For, for a bit i'd say the first half was uh um not not great it was um a little um uh hair pulling inducing um i wanted to uh punch someone in the face for that final um sequence i'm doing the chris farley on the uh on saturday night live you know i some people say I have a bad odor uh type of shit but yeah We'll start with the, we'll do the compliment sandwich. Um, Matt, I don't know if you know how this works. We're just going to like, you know, compliment, negative, compliment, negative, you know, maybe do like a Big Mac or something today. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt, SD, we should let Matt start. Absolutely. Matt, the floor is yours, buddy. That's been, I I was actually thinking about it and it's been a while since I've been on. Yeah. Um, And I think last time we were, did we play one game or I don't think we played. I think, I think it was pre-season. Played. It was preseason. I think the oh, last yeah. time you were on. How about that? How about those Spartans? Huh? I think That's the last sad. time the last time you were on, we discussed your spite parlay, which had already which has already cashed. Already cashed. Um, I have <laughs> lost half of it already because uh, I thought uh, the Ravens were going to dominate the Colts. They did not. So I am not a Blair Montgomery, but I am just a just normal Maddie May, and. Um, my thoughts on Rutgers, I will provide the caveat. I was very drunk um, while watching the game, but I have since rewatched it on Football and 60 on BTN. And um, I was 
the highlight, it's, it's once again, and I've, I've been noticing this with MSU, is that they have these games that they are so frustrating to watch, but then the highlight reel is insane. So <laughs> yeah. it, it's like, you go to watch, like, it's like they, the games were, were choreographed by, by Andy RCMB or whatever. Is that, <laughs> uh, they are so, like, you watch a game and you're pissed and you're yelling at the TV and all this shit, and then they throw a, a bomb, something sick happens, or, or K-Dub friggin' just dices three defenders for no reason, yeah. and then that's what makes it on the reel. So then you watch the highlights, you're like, oh, my God, we, we demolished them. And instead it's, it's, I think they're, um, you watch those games and you go, okay, they try a lot and then they, they rip a bomb. And, um, so I guess my compliment sandwich is that the explosive plays are awesome. And if you can do them, do them. And it's, and I think the, the, uh, angles that we're able to attack them or attack any defense, make it really frustrating for them to defend because Ken Walker is up front, but then you also have the wide receivers, um, you know, Jaden Reed, Jalen Naylor, Trey Mosley, that they're, they're able to get ahead of a lazy defender if they get burned randomly. And Peyton Thorne, my biggest thing, actually, so I don't know if I'll have a compliment sandwich, but I, I might rant for a second on Peyton Thorne, is that Peyton Thorne, I was concerned about the upcoming Michigan game because I wasn't sure Peyton Thorne would be able to throw the level of bombs with accuracy that Rocky did in the game before. And now after that game, um, and after actually kind of a couple of the games, I've been much more confident that he, he is, he can throw those crazy passes Rocky did, um, a year ago. So now I'm, now I'm, I'm high up on, on PT and, um, and yeah, so I guess my, my, my negative is the, we're, we're going to, we're going to take turns. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Okay. sorry. We do this, we do this round table style. I was waiting to get cut off anyway. So, yeah. so um, Go, no, go ahead, but, go ahead. I guess the explosive plays are, are probably my my favorite thing. So okay. you know, um, I have I've been critical of, of this side of the ball all season. Um, and you know, I I was critical of them on Saturday, but ultimately, uh my first compliment goes to the defense. Um, you know, again, the the bend don't break style uh is is frustrating at times to say the least. Uh, you know, I'm the first one to admit that. Um, I believe I tweeted from the Bacon Warrior account during the game. Uh, ben don't Ben don't break. Sure looks broken. Tbh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, that was kind of a in, in the moment heated tweet. Uh, but ultimately, I think the defense um, it is is improving. I think they're getting better at bending and not breaking. Um, and I do think they. I do think Scotty Hazelton is kind of figuring out um, how to better utilize um, how to better utilize pressure and um, kind of make sure nothing gets behind the secondary. So, you know, they're going to give up chunk plays just like any defense in college football is. And, you know, they're going to get, and, you know, they're going to give up some, they're going to give up some plays that'll be, that'll frustrate you. But ultimately I think this defense is showing um, a lot of improvement from uh, from north from the northwestern game, where they're not quite getting torch, where they're not quite getting torn open from top from over the top. Yeah, my 
Man, I kind of want to combine both of yours, but I'm just going to go a different route. My compliment sandwich is Cal Halliday. That's that's my topping. That's my the top of the bun. Um, I think we had to realize how important he was. The people who don't pay as much attention but still watch MSU, I think, need to realize how important that, that kid is to this team because the linebacker's depth took a hit when I think Chase Klein – yeah, he, he's in the transfer portal. He's not with team anymore. Um, you know, we had to rely on Noah Harvey and um, Ben Van Summeren, who haven't seen as much action for obvious reasons. But I thought they did okay. But it, that I think that was the most bend but don't break on Saturday was the linebackers because Rutgers took advantage of it at the beginning. Like v- Vedral was running up the middle, like he was gaining a lot of yards. Yeah. And it made me nervous, like, oh, fuck, this dude is going to just have, like, a 230-yard rushing game out of nowhere, throw for, like, 98 yards and, like, a 21-18 to 18 win or some bullshit. But, you know, they settled down, and then, you know, as the half went on, it got better. But once Cal Halliday came back, it was curtains for Rutgers. Like, I felt so confident after, that, after the half ended, like, okay, Halliday's back. Let's see what he can do. Let's let him, like, uh, let him cook. Um, he, I mean, I just, I can't compliment him enough on how, how important, how pivotal he is to this team. And people will realize that the more the season goes on. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with you. I think, um, the defense in the second half definitely took a a massive step up Mm -hmm. when, when Cal re-entered the game, it's pretty clear that he's that he's the captain of the defense. He's the guy that a lot of the younger guys on defense kind of look towards. Um, you know, he's the play caller. He calls out, he calls out kind of like where guys should go. He's correcting guys, you know, if they're aligned wrong. Um, and, and, you know, losing that for a half on, 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 on an egregious targeting penalty um, was a big blow. And I think, and I think Rutgers being held did Rutgers didn't even score in the second half. Right. No. Like they didn't. Right. I think, I don't think it's a coincidence that Cal Halliday came back into the game in the second half and Rutgers did not score. Yeah. So hey. I definitely a big, a big shout out to a big shout out to Cal Halliday. Who's obviously a big, big difference maker on that defense. All right, Matt, what you got next? You got a, you want to do, we'll do a negative. Okay. Um, I, I am worried about special teams, but it hasn't caused me to worry. So I, I am, I am every time they kick, I just get freaked out and I've yet to, I miss, I hate to say it. I miss Michael Geiger because you could just put Geiger out there and sometimes, and he would just boot it. And I feel like these days it's starting to get a little iffy. I don't know. I just feel like Coughlin has been a little off. Um, Maybe it was his sleep schedule, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I just, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm a little, uh, it's not a, it's not, it's not caused any big issue, but I just watched a game where, um, you know, you watch like Nebraska and you get a game that's down to three. Um, they probably could have won their game or played a lot more. They could have beaten Michigan Should've if won. they, actually had kicked a field goal or things like that if there's if your special teams is humming you're at least getting points on the board and 
I think when we can't get those explosive plays and we need to rely on special teams, it's, it, it kind of, it, it's just a thing now. It's just a pair. Maybe I'm paranoid and maybe we don't need it, but that's, that's where I'm at right now. with it. No, I think your concerns are legit. Um, I'll let SD go first and then I'll talk about my negative, which I think, I mean, it, it, I think you know what it is. Yeah. I think, I, I think you and I might be aligned Lucas. Yeah. I think we're all um, aligned on it. Uh, Jay Johnson, man. Um, I, I tweeted this from the Bacon Wire account. Uh, it feels like Jay, every time uh, the opposing team goes up to punt and the ball goes in the air, Jay Johnson flips a coin and he goes, okay, am I going to call a good offensive series or a bad offensive series? And wherever the coin lands, that's what he does. Because I swear to fucking God, especially in the second half, it it was like it was like Jekyll and Hyde. It was like two different offensive coordinators, and I just don't understand that level of inconsistency, right? Like he'll do things like a flea flicker, or you know he'll do some intricate blocking scheme where he can get Kenneth Walker enough room to bust open the longest play in school history, and then he'll just run. And then there'll be series where he just runs Harold Joyner off guard for three downs and then punts. Right. So I just, I don't know. I like, you know, Jay, and then he, he did the one thing you can never do as a Michigan state offensive coordinator in the post Mark D'Antonio era. He called a fucking short side jet sweep. Yeah. That, uh, that that made me feel, look like the dog. That you they, might as well have sent you might as well have sent those John Gruden emails to me at least. <laughs> I was just as offended as at the short side jet sweep as I was reading John Gruden's emails. I I when I saw that short side jet sweep, I felt like that gif of the dog who like has the dead eyes and just staring in the camera, and they like do like the the Vietnam or you know the war scene behind him. Yeah where he's like smelling and his eyes just go like this. That's what I, yeah, I, I got post-traumatic stress syndrome. Sometimes Jay Johnson can be really fun. Yeah. Sometimes Jay Johnson decides to be a football hating pussy. It. <laughs> Jesus. That's, uh, I'm glad you didn't say something else. Um, but uh, yeah, my, man, should I make that my negative? No, my first negative is Matt Coughlin and, I'm not trying to dog on Matt Coughlin. No offense to our friend Davis Coughlin. Yeah, sorry, Davis. Um, If you're listening, I apologize. Matt Coughlin, um, you know, he set the MSU all-time field goals made record. But I think he's been here like six years. Also during some bad MSU years where we've had to kick field goals. Yeah, where like they were just like, we need points in any shape or form, so take it. I mean, congratulations. That's awesome. But – I get mean, some sleep. He's huh? Get some sleep. Get some sleep and show a certain someone how to Google how to unlock a door. Um, that's what your fucking cell phone is for, person in question. Use it. Just go, hey Siri, and there it is. I'm looking at my phone to go off. Um, I I like Coglin. He, you know, he's given us some really good moments. Well, I mean, the, the biggest one I think is the Penn State win. Yeah, it was a chip. or the uh, or the or the first NIL ad in Michigan State football history. Oh yeah, oh, when yeah. he promoted uh, Lockdown Spartans. Yeah, when he promoted Lockdown, yeah, for Will and Matt. Um, 
you know, and, and he, and he, he, he won the Nebraska game, you know, Ken, Ken, Kenneth Walker was upset that he didn't punch it in in overtime and Coglin, to his credit said, I got this coach. And yeah, it's a little chip shot, basically an extra point, but that's still pressure to win in overtime. And, um, but my, look, I know that, you know, no matter what professional level or what level of football you play, you know, a coach is going to try to ice you. But how could you not see that coming that Shiano was going to try to ice you no matter what? And why are you, why are you kind of looking over when he's doing that? Remember he did this before Yeah. they, they saw, they caught that on the camera. Like he was about to call the third time out just to fuck with Coglin. And then he, the kick just, you know, a turd, just a fart in the wind. It's gone. And that bothers me. And Shiano, that's a brilliant move. That's gamesmanship. I get it. You're still he's a cocksucker for doing it. But. He's a cocksucker for doing it, but you're still in the game at that point. So I get why you did it. If it were twenty-eight nothing, I don't think Shiano bothers. I think he just rips the headset off and walks into walks into halftime. But I mean, look, Brett Swenson was you know he got iced so many times because he was such a clutch kicker. You know, against Wisconsin, Bielema was icing him, and that dude just sat there, stared at the goalpost and drilled like I think a 58 yarder or something to win against them one year but I he's like a six-year senior I believe right yeah yeah and he still makes mistakes that like freshman kickers make I mean he missed that chip shot in at the Miami game yeah at the time it was like oh shit like that could actually be a thing a six-year senior should be automatic from 40 and shorter or pretty goddamn close like, I'm not, you know, you're not a professional, so I'm not going to expect you to make 45 to 50 yarders. Like, he made a 50 yarder in the Michigan game, if I remember correctly. Like, and that one, I'm like, this fucker isn't going in. <laughs> but it, it, it went in easily. So he's just so Jekyll and Hyde. And that scares me when, because the second half of the season is coming very, very quickly. It's here. It's and coming and, and it's coming fast. It's coming fast. And, uh, I, well, the competition is going to ramp up and I'm nervous about some of these games and I'll talk about it later. You know, we're going to pre, you know, we'll talk about a game. We're not trying to look ahead, but I think it's a big discussion at the moment. So we'll talk about it later, but um, that's my ne- only big negative. I'll let you guys do the Jay Johnson and the play calling stuff. Um, but figure we can all do one more positive than kind of talk about Indiana. Yeah. I'm down okay. for that. Matty, if you got one. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it short. I, th- I think um, you're taking all of our positive, but go ahead. I know. I said all the positives. I, I can I, – I just <laughs> – no, you know, it's been so fun. long, and that's why. So, um, <laughs> I, I, I'll give a shout-out again, I think, to probably the um, – I mean, even though I wasn't I, – I, I'll give a shout-out to the uh, conditioning, I think. Um, strength and conditioning. I think that the deep water thing is – that, that still, I think, is an advantage. And I think it's one of those that like a lot of folks probably don't think about, or especially like for me, I didn't, I didn't play football in a, like anything beyond middle school. Um, so I, uh, I, I don't, you know, I'm not really like paying attention to that kind of thing of like games or like how tired someone could get. And when you think about that, and if you're, you're just generally stronger in those late quarters are when people are just both exhausted, both teams are exhausted, even though they're, they're separated by plays. Um, I think that's an advantage. And, um, and that's something that's tough to adjust to in the season. So I think that gives has been giving MSU a leg up on a lot of things, but um, 
yeah, so I guess I, I, that's they once again did not look tight. Is my I like that. I like that positive. What what you got, SD? Uh, I would like to uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Speedy Naylor. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, he he was, you know, when when your quarterback gives you gives it to you right in the bucket, it, it's easy to make plays, but. You know, uh, especially on the, I think it was the flea flicker where he just like, he pulled out like the Madden stick work and just stopped dead in his tracks. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that was just sick. Snatch that poor, snatch that poor safety soul. Uh, you know, rest in peace to that man and his family. Condolences he to his flat family. Flat out just stood still for a second. Yeah. yeah. And then just, Slowly went to the left, and it was it, at that moment. It was like, yeah, no one's catching him. Yes, see you later, alligator. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Sweetie Naylor. You know, uh, you know, we don't have um, uh, Ricky White uh, for reasons. Yep, for reasons. Um, yeah. Um, but we're gonna say look look into it. Don't or or don't if your name's Paula Levine. Uh, how about you just stay the fuck away, bitch? No, she can't. She she can't. Is there an issue MSU. that now MSU is too harsh in their in their suspension? Because that was kind of the angle it felt like she was taking. But yeah, let's sidetrack this for a second. Yeah, she doesn't. Uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. Paula is not going to be happy until until a program she decides to cover gets the death penalty. So um, yep. she didn't get it with Baylor. So now she's like picking on us. And then, you know, once like, I don't know. I don't she might know. try sex- to go after LSU or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure sexual assault is like legal in Texas. So I'm not sure what's going to happen at UT, but whatever. Anyways, back, back to the pot. I mean, Michigan State has, when you have three legitimate receiving weapons and a quarterback who can hit it from deep and a running back who can who can make moves and get open and is always pushing forward um that makes that makes it's it makes everything super easy you know you want to double cover Jane Reed fine we'll throw it to Speedy Naylor mm-hmm. you want to double cover Naylor and Reed fine we'll give it to Trey Mosley yep you want to you want to lay off and try to prevent us from going over the top fine kenneth walker is going to get 20 yards you want to you want to send eight people to prevent kenneth walker from getting from getting 20 yards fine we'll dump it off to jane reed yeah it's it's an embarrassment of riches that i feel like we just kind of like we're not used to this like (laughs) yeah i mean it's been it's been said time and again but like if you had told any michigan state fan after the Red Box Bowl, <laughs> that <laughs> that yeah. MSU is going to have one of the most explosive offenses in college football in two years. I, I I'd shit out my dick. I'd be so happy hearing that. <laughs> if if one of my friends had told me that, I would have staged them an intervention. Yeah, I would have been like, please go away. Yeah, I would have I would have been happy. I've been like, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's a person I don't associate with if they're telling me that after the Red Box Bowl. I think uh, I actually almost um, 
got in big trouble at the Red Box Bowl. I wasn't at it, but I um, <laughs> I was at a bar in Austin, and I believe I was really mad at our offensive line. And you destroyed and a Red Box. I almost destroyed a Red Box. No, I um, <laughs> I I was starting to scream about like the team and about certain players on the team, and apparently Tyler Higby's brother was at the table next to me. <laughs> And he's big. And I was like, but I had just met, actually, that's when I met the. Listen, uh, if if, if family genetics or any marker, I think you would have been safe. That's fair. (laughs) I could have ran right past him. Yeah. (laughs) Or I could have, I could have gotten right past him. Yeah. You could have hit him him with the slowest swim move known to humankind. (laughs) And he would have just. And he he still would have been engaged in his run block. I was like two sentences away of like my rant of about, of like about to call out Tyler Higby for sucking ass. And then um, I met crazy MSU lady. That's where I met her was at the bar and she introduced. Oh, okay. Mary, Mary Lou. Mary Lou came Mary. over and introduced herself. And then she was like, Oh, that's Tyler Higby's brother next, next to you. And I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> well, so like, so oh, crazy wow. msu lady so like crazy you know, msu through, lady saved your life is what yeah she saying. did uh but but she was he was like yeah man i'm frustrated too but tyler's trying i was like yeah he's my fave like he's definitely my <laughs> the one i'm not mad at <laughs> just the rest of these bums <laughs> he walks up to you like sea bass and he's and doing his goddamn best he's the man it's <laughs> everyone else is not trying they're failing him he walks up to you like sea bass and dumb and number who's the dead man that slandered my brother and everyone just points at you yeah uh, um, that, that was that was almost me so shout out to the higby family we cool now <laughs> i don't mean those things you know and crazy msu lady yeah she still um, follows me on twitter i have no clue no clue why i don't get why she wants to but. she's never followed me so i think i, I can understand I, I completely understand on any um, of your various accounts lucas yeah but hey you know quality over quantity is what i say um quality to quantity over um, quality guy but quantity yeah, i have at least four or five of them um <laughs> my last compliment will be kenneth walker the third mm. i'm taking Duh. that one um it it blows my mind how good this kid is he has he has 900 and i think 12 yards on the season i'm gonna look it up he rushed yeah for it's 913 94 shardy um he yeah he's got 912 yards on 129 attempts seven seven point one yards per carry and nine touchdowns this dude is the best running back in america right now there is there are people that are close. I think there's one person that's close. There's another one in the state that's good, but I'm not even going to fucking go there. You do not deserve it. Well, this no, him him and the other running back are better. Are better collectively uh, because they collectively have to bail out their quarterback who yeah. is useless beyond who's useless throwing the ball 15 yards downfield. Or and further. they, and they barely have combined more yards than Walker. Like it's barely more, but anyway, this dude is a Heisman front runner. I don't think he's going to be the front runner unless, you know, unless he blows up in Indiana, which could happen, which I think should happen. And especially on October 30th, if he runs for a buck 50 or more against Michigan in a win, he is Ooh. going to be front and center. Shit is going to go down. Yeah. 
And if I think we're basically, eight, no, it's going to be because of Kenneth Walker, not primarily, but a huge part of it. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just so incredible to have a running back that complements the firepower that Peyton Thorne has at his disposal. Like you said, Jane Reed's covered, try Jalen Naylor. Jalen Reed's, Jalen Naylor, Jalen Reed, Jalen Naylor's covered and Reed's covered. Find Trey Mosley. If not, dump it off to Kenneth Walker or let him run up the gut for 20, 30 yards. Like, and this Peyton dude, Thorne can run on his own too. Yeah. He's fast too. Peyton can run and he re- he reads really well to, to try to he Peyton Thorne makes great decisions for the most part. I think he's made fantastic decisions here. But Kenneth Walker is the story of the year for MSU. He's fucking amazing. And I mean, it's the way it's looking, we're only having him for this year. That that yeah. is that is plain and simple. Um, God forbid something happens to him or just this team. Um, Kenneth Walker is not long for this world at MSU. Like he's, he's playing his way into the Heisman race. He's playing his way up the draft boards. Um, I'm, I'm super happy for this kid. Cause he seemed like such a fucking awesome kid to be around. His teammates love him. And I mean, that dap to Jalen Naylor oh, yeah. is just, mm. I want to get that printed and signed at meet the Spartans next year. Have Spiro make a painting of it. <laughs> yeah. That's the painting Spiro should make. Yeah. Spiro's probably so pissed he spent all that money to get the get the, the painting made, and then the, a cooler moment happened. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. Um, so yeah, that's our compliment sandwich for for good old Butkers. Um, now they're back in their place as our our bitch. Um, we can move on. We can totally ignore last year. Um, hey, we only turned it over three times this week, as opposed to I think seven last year. So progress. You know, we're we're narrowing it down every year. We um, had three turnovers. Yeah, it said we had three yeah. turnovers on the we game. We had an interception. There was a fumble. fumble. Oh yeah. No, maybe. Oh, maybe the other one is a turn. Is a turnover on downs count as an actual turnover? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So okay. that was that the was, one that was the other field one. goal, which was just fucking horrific. But anyway, um, so now we're on to Indiana this weekend at Bloomington. It's noon. I'm guessing Big Ten Network right yeah btn yeah good there's i don't think espn or abc is going to pick this up um oh wait fs1 oh fs1 okay Okay, fs1 um we're currently at i mean i've got a five and a half point favorite four and a half point is that what you guys have or think um that's what i see is that we're favored by like five and a half okay espn has four and a half the over-under is 40 and a half. Am I the only one who thinks that that will be hammered and that yeah. could get hammered by almost entirely MSU? Absolutely. Am I the only one who's not too scared of this game? No, you're not. Uh, it, Indiana's had a pretty significant drop-off from last year. Right. Um, they they don't look as sharp. Uh, they're playing sloppy. Um, and Michael Penn, know, I don't think he's going to play. No, Michael Penix is I'm I think Michael Penix is actually done for the year. Really? Um, it's updated to the year. I that the last I I've I've seen some beat writers say they're not they're not they're not optimistic about him returning at all this season. Um Tom Allen's a fraud. Oh, I fucking um, can't stand that douchebag. He rode the wave of a Mickey Mouse season. Um and you know, he's got, he's getting, he's getting exposed. Um, you know, uh, everyone likes to call him college football's Ted Lasso. Uh, 
without uh without understanding that like the most important part of Ted Lasso's character is that he never knows what the fuck he's doing and is just and just exists solely on a positive attitude and was hired to like destroy the organization. <laughs> I still have to watch it. It's like uh it's like when like 14-year-olds go on Twitter and go, well, how could they say Squid Game is fair if uh, if not everyone has the same opportunities? Like the old guy doesn't have the same opportunities as like a healthy young person. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking point. <laughs> so- I actually have not been watching a lot of Indiana. So similar to Ted Lasso, I have also not really seen them. Um, I'm I'm looking at the numbers. I found an Indiana website that's talking about the the, the starter is probably going to be Jack Tuttle. Um, he came in he came in with Michael Penix Jr. tore his ACL last year. Um, this is going to be a game where you guys remember the 2019 Indiana game where Penix just like dinked and dunked his whole way down the field. Yeah, he like 21 straight passes. This could be that type of game where we see that frustration for a bit. Um, well, yeah, because Tom Allen, Tom Allen doesn't give a fuck. I mean, no, um, Jack Tuttle. I mean, he only throws deep fifteen percent of the time, twenty plus yards. So these are going to be short ass passes. Um, it's going to be dink and dunk, and I think eventually that can't sustain. You know, they're going to figure it out. And you're not going to be able to run very much on MSU. Let's just be honest here. Their leading rusher has 386 yards on the year and three touchdowns, whereas ours has 912 and should eclipse 1,000 this week unless unless, unless there's smoke in them and they just don't see a need to, to use him, which would be criminal. But, I mean, their leading receiver has is Henderson. He has 274 yards, only one score. Whereas Jaden Reed is our lead receiver with 500 yards. So, I mean, look, this game's a four and a half point swing in terms of MSU. Home team gets, you know, home team gets three points. So basically we're favored by a touchdown. That's pretty beefy for a road spread. Um, I mean, the numbers, if you look at um, Sean, our, our boy, our, 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 well, my friend, Sean, um, heartbroken, Spartan dog. I'm um, not gonna. Go yeah, my into it. my my ex fiance Tutter. <laughs> um, he he sent a uh, chart. He tweeted a chart, and I'm trying to find it real quick. Man, I I tweet a lot. Um, <laughs> Understand. So then, oh, god damn it! All right, here we go. Here, found the right one. So the numbers, like it's from this guy named Stats of War. Um, it's really interesting if you look at the numbers that MSU has compared to Michigan, like we are projected to win like 32 to 22. Like it, this should be a pretty comfortable win. Like our, our offensive efficiency, duh, we all know it is significantly better than Indiana's. Like we're seventh, we're seventh in the country on getting a first down on first or second down at 77.5%. That's fucking insane. Um, I don't know what the fuck echo rate is. I think people just make shit up. Um, efficiency pass were 12th. Our EPA margin were like top 20 in the country. And our defense compared to Indiana is holy shit. We are leagues better than these guys. 
Um, the only thing they're close on is third and fourth down success. And yeah, that kind of scares me because Rutgers, I mean, what they convert that third and 18. They put, later, they got another third and 16 on like a bullshit pass, but like, um, I'm, I'm not trying to, to downplay Indiana, but if Michael Penix Jr. were playing that, I think that causes some concern. Yeah. Because Indiana is not going to be two and three. I think that's their record. Um, yeah, they're, they're not going to be two and three. They'd probably be three and two or four and one. But, you know, when Penix was in, he didn't look good. You know, he got his shit pushed in against Iowa. So, I don't know. Fellas, I, I think this should be an easy win. I, I really do. I'm, I'm going to be pissed if it's, under a touch, if it's under a touchdown. Like, if we yeah. don't cover the spread, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm fine. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've said it the last three weeks. I'm going to say it again. Uh, I'm, I'm sleeping well, you know, um, this, I really, I'm not scared of Indiana. I'm not scared of, of Tom Allen's fake ass bullshit. Uh, I'm, I, I'm not scared. I'm ready. I'm ready to take that fucking spittoon back. Um, yep. And I actually have a question to pose to you guys real quick. Uh, when was the last time you guys think that the old brass platoon was used for its intended purpose? Probably with Tom like, Allen. He probably dips. You think so? Yeah. I can see Tom Allen as a big jewel guy. <laughs> Vaping. Yeah. Uh, I, can I was see just, in, the, in, in the 20s. The 1920s? The 1920s. Hmm. Yeah. Do I get a decade or should I, do I have to say a date? No, no. The 1920s is fine. I would like to see um I'd like to see coach Cap <coughs> pack a fat fucking lipper after mm. the game and put this spittoon on the ground and like pop, spit into it and have it make that cartoon like bing sound. I um uh I actually did you guys read any of the I forget which article it was but something I read during either Sunday or Monday after the game. Um they were talking about uh I think Mel Tucker had mentioned that Coach Cap was immediately on the bus to the plane yelling about game film. <laughs> immediately had an iPad going. Not to, not to be outdone by the uh, Wolverines practicing at 4 a.m. or whatever that shit was. Uh, where they Bears? wanted to talk about how much they... Yeah, listen, fair is fair. We made fun of, like, Gabe Brown and... We made fun of Gabe Brown and Malik Hall for shooting after games or whatever last season. Uh, is there any... Is there anything that's like faker than like 4 a.m. practices after a game? Or, like, or weight room 10 minutes and everyone went to the weight room in 10 minutes. Right. Like okay. congrat congratulations. Okay, Turkish get up. Yeah. Um sorry, I, I zoned out for a sec. I, I was listening, but like yeah, you I weren't know. listening. I was. Yeah. Okay. Then what did we say? No, I, I'm. Uh, nope. That's not what. That's not at all what we were talking about. Wrong. Uh, yeah, I zoned out. I'm sorry. I'm just. I, I don't know what happened. I'm. Um. You know, I consider myself a man of faith. Um. And that'll be a home run to deep left field for Castellanos. Uh. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to put this uh, blue ice microphone back on the desk again. Um. So, I mean, we're all in agreement. This should be a relatively easy win, right? Before we move yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Matt? What's that? 
Oh, now who's zoned out? <laughs> I was just doing an impression of Luca. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts, quick thoughts, before we move on? I, I have to gripe about something um, before we move on from Indiana. Like what? Oh, um, I, think it, I think they should come away with the win. Um, if they um, – my, my, what I'm looking for is, like Mel Tucker said, is tightening the screws. Yep. They should be improved, and it should be a cleaner win than Rutgers. If not, I'm just I'll be happy to have a win, and you go into the bye week, and that's right. Like, because I okay, we're revisiting something real quick because this team is a is on the verge of seven and zero, and um, Spartan Dog, you had seven and five for the season. Um, Brad eight and four. You had, had seven four. and five. Wait, let me. I'm gonna look. Uh, see if. Um, yeah, the Joseph Goebbels of MSU had them going seven and five. <laughs> I just want everyone Brett? to be aware of that. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah, Brett okay. had seven and five. Spartan Dog had eight and four, and I had nine and three. And I'm not. Gonna and I look. said, and I also said I was most excited to see Kenneth Walker and the running backs. You so. were, and I said, I said that too. I, I said I was curious to see how good Kenneth Walker is because. Like I said, Will was just talking about how good this kid's going to be, and he was dead on. Um, but I did say nine and three, and I'm sticking with it. But if we're seven and zero, then I think it's going to up it to ten and two. But you know, I even was nervous saying nine and three to you guys because I got some looks like uh, this, this guy kidding, you know, like like Happy Gilmore when he's missing those putts, and um, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I deserve my flowers if nine and three happens. I'm just going to say that right now. Now watch it. They're going to just completely collapse. Um, anyway, I have to mention this. Look, I'm not trying to look ahead. Not. I am. I am. But I know. I, I mean, I am. Um, October 30th be... is, is looking as long as MSU does its business on Saturday, which they should to, and, and if Michigan can beat the mighty Northwestern, on the road. I mean, that's just a hornet's nest. Yeah, Ryan Field's a tough place to play. I mean, Matt, you know, barely, Matt barely got into Ryan Field. They almost weren't going to let him in. No, it was a, it was a lot of trouble in Ryan Field. Um, <laughs> snuck a lot of drinks into Ryan Field. Drinking yeah. that burn water. Anyway. In or, yeah, I mean, in order to get into Ryan Field, uh, you have to solve an advanced um, calculus equation. And you have to write a 2,500 word essay on, uh, on why you'd belong in there. Right. On what, yeah. On why sports is, is awesome. And, um, or like why sh we should give like $22 billion to Israel or whatever, whatever Northwestern make you do a blood whatever. test to get into Northwestern and you don't have to guess your blood type, but you have to guess the person that was in front of you. Right. <laughs> that is the toughest part. That was where I almost failed. I, they let me, I said AB and then they wouldn't let me say positive. And I waited and said positive. So. <laughs> um, so pending both teams take care of business the next two weeks, since Michigan is on the bye this week, um, we're heading towards at least probably top two, top eight teams on October 30th, seven and all each um, at Spartan stadium. What will probably be a three thirty game. I'm gonna be shocked if it's nope seven thirty. I'm going three thirty, buddy. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna battle this one. Vibes. Oh. We're gonna. I'm riding the vibes into seven thirty. Uh, College game day is gonna be there. 
We're going to watch college game day together. Uh, Tyler Oakley is probably going to be the guest picker or whatever. Who? Uh, no, it'll be Draymond. Oh, it yeah, better be Draymond. Draymond's going to be the guest picker. It's going to fucking rule. Uh, let's fucking, let's fucking go. Uh, I'll, go uh, I'll watch college game day with you. I will. I'll go do it. Are you going to the game? I'm not going to the game. I'm just going to be in East Lansing. Well, I'll meet you there. I'll meet, I'll watch game day with you. Um, Michigan fans are, have, have hated the, the moniker that Mel Tucker has given Spartan stadium, the woodshed, which actually mm. has been given to Spartan stadium long ago. But, um, Michigan fans seem very, not all of them. I'm just saying there are good Michigan fans that we follow and I enjoy, but the, the Michigan fans who I'm talking about, know, you know, when they hear this, if they heard it, they go, Oh yeah, that's me. Um, they, the self-awareness is at a, a negative 100. If you were going to oh. make a Madden character um, with Twitter traits, self-awareness would have to be slid all the way down, like into the ether. Um, you know, like from the place that calls Michigan Stadium the big house, you get mad at them calling Spartan Stadium the woodshed. Which is racist, by the way, because yeah. that's what plantation, that's what plantations would call the house that the master lived in, yep. the big house. So mm-hmm. it has racist connotations. Very not a good look, Michigan. Check your Not privilege. a great look. Yeah, check your privilege. Um, right at the door. And um, they have taken it upon themselves to do the noble deed of hashtag raid the woodshed, which we have spammed with a lot of our fucking hilarious pictures. Um, we're trying to ruin a certain a certain Michigan fan who I have a gigantic beef with. On yeah, Twitter. listen, I, I'm not going to dance around. Uh, I don't fucking care. I, I don't I, I don't fucking care what Michigan fans do or not do. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. No, they can try to they can if they want to pay five hundred dollars to come to East Lansing and get berated all day, fine. If they I want, don't, if they want to pay five hundred dollars for an upper bowl ticket to get mustard packets thrown at them, go mm-hmm. for it. We'll be ready. Yeah, more power to you. In fact, based on how the home team has fared uh, in the last five eight years in this rivalry, it's probably a good thing a lot of you are going to come. Yeah. You mean you could get five thousand people in there, sure, but with how loud the other seventy-three thousand MSU fans will be, it's not going to matter much. It's not like it really, it really won't. And it doesn't help that your five thousand people are probably going to have to buy two tickets to fit. So, <laughs> well, I think people away fans always think this that they. Nebraska did the same thing. Nebraska's fans are like, oh, so many are coming. But when you buy tickets, it's spreading you out. So it just looks like little dots everywhere. Yeah, there's, like no, they, there's no, like, takeover. They said they were going to get, like, 7,000 in there. And I'm like, bullshit. And I'm looking at it, you know, from my, like, the sting gif of him looking from the rafters. I'm, like, looking at all the red. And, yeah, just, like, here, there, there. Maybe a little bit in that fans, you know, the visitor section. But I'm like, shit, I think. I think Youngstown State had more of a presence than these guys did. Yeah. Nebraska's a really well-traveled fan base. Um, yeah, like I don't raid the woods, it's hilarious how obsessed they are with trying to buy tickets to this game and making it a point like 
when we showed them by giving Michigan State Athletics our money. They're trying. It's so funny. They're trying to scare us. It's like um, I fucking care. It's like I'm trying to tell. It's like trying to tell a campfire story. And then <laughs> I bought five tickets. And then, Section twenty five. And then I took a more second mortgage out on my house to buy a whole row of tickets for Michigan fans. <gasps> oh my God. And what happened? And we lost the game. Um, but they're so they're scared. I mean, they're confident. They're, they act confident, but they, they, that's terrified. That is a sound. That is the look of a terrified fan base. They're scared. They're fucking scared. They are nervous. The more, the more obnoxious they get generally, the more scared. I haven't seen them this scared of, or, this nervous about MSU game since 2010. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, yeah, since 2010, I'd probably say. When, Cause when, when they know they're going to lose, they don't say shit. When they yeah. know they're going to win, they don't say shit. When, when they're nervous. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Before uh, the game, during the game, it's different. Right. Yeah. But before in the, in the days and weeks leading up to the game, like last year, we didn't hear shit from Michigan fans last year. No. Oh, yeah. It was very like, well, we all know what's going to happen kind of thing. Yeah, it was like, yeah. oh, man, like, I hope Tucker can turn it around. I, you know, I like when this rivalry is competitive. So now, yeah. now they're, now they're doing the, oh, like Tucker's so unoriginal. Oh, he's going to rename. Good. They're not He's going to rename, he's going to rename East Lansing Death Valley. Uh, Corm and Haskins, if you stacked them on the, each other's soldiers or, if you stacked them on their soldier on each other's soldier shoulders, and and put them in a trench coat, they're better. They're they're better than Kenneth Walker. Yeah, they they're the twenty twenty one Yankees. Twenty ten. Yeah. Twenty ten. You know, we were a really good team, and I was nervous that weekend. I don't. I didn't really jab much. You know, I wasn't on Twitter a ton, but. Like 2010, those Michigan fans were saying a lot of shit. Like, Rich Rod, this is his time. You're going to get your shit pushed in by Rich Rodriguez. And we just kept silent, and we came in there and kicked the fucking shit out of those guys. Like, we were playing two different levels of football. We we were up here, and they were just all the way down there. And they kept it close for, like, a maybe a quarter or a half, but – that, you know, we, we just were the better team on the way to, a, you know, share, sharing the Big Ten title. But, um, you know, like 2013, they weren't saying a ton. They weren't drawing off. Um, you know, we were confident, but they weren't drawing off. And like 2015, oh, buddy, that was awful. I don't know if you guys remember that on Twitter. That was fucking horrible. That was that was one of the worst. It, 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 that was, that was the only. That was the only year. time during the week where I was like, "It is unbearable to be on here." Yeah, I can no longer be. I can no longer be on Twitter right now. Then we know what happened, but um, you know, I just have to say, MSU fans, you know, follow us on at Bacon Wire, you know, and all of our personal accounts. Um, like we we have communities, we have resources to get you tickets at. You're gonna pay. But we're gonna we're gonna try not to get you StubHub ripped off because yeah you're not gonna pay fees you're not gonna pay a thousand dollars in fees for a five hundred dollar seat yeah um we'll you know, we'll set you up we'll find you we'll find if you want to sell we'll find you a buyer if you want to buy we'll find you a seller yep that's but, our promise to you 
Do not sell your tickets to Michigan fans. Don't put your tickets on StubHub because not only are you getting fucked with fees on the selling end, whoever buys your tickets are getting fucked with fees on the buyer's end. And you don't know who's, and you don't know who's buying your ticket. So just DM one of us, DM bacon wire, uh, like our friend Ryan McCumber said, he runs a 12,000 person MSU group, MSU fan group on Facebook. Yep. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll get you set up right. It's MSU new MSU recruiting and news. Um, wait, did I have the other one? Michigan state recruiting and news. Um, yeah, there's a shit ton of followers on there. Uh, 12.8 thousand members. Like it's a private group. We, you know, it's moderated very nicely by Ryan and gang. I'm telling you, do not sell your tickets on the third, on a, on a third party application. Like, because a Michigan it's fan, lame. a Michigan it's fan, 50, 50 shot, they're going to buy them. And it's lame. Yeah. It's lame. Cause stuff go to the fun. game. It, it, barring a death in the family, you should be at this game. Yeah. And you're going to pay more than you would have if you bought like a season ticket plan per game. But I don't care. I don't care if your sister's getting married. I don't care if I don't care if, you know, I don't care if you have plans. I don't care if you go in. I don't care if you're going on vacation. The, you should the only vacation you should take if you don't live in East Lansing is to East Lansing. Yep. That's going to be a crazy ass game. And hopefully we find the timeout Monday. I would really like that. Yeah, they can hold I, it until what? Uh, I believe, I believe it's, it's nine days notice. So it would have to be. They could hold it until next Thursday. Right. Which but I don't think is going to happen. No, I think they're probably going to announce it Monday. They're going to wait and see what happens with our game. And then by Sunday or Monday, we'll know. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, that's that's what I would know. Um, I know I'm, they, you know, just seven thirty ABC. That's what we want. I'm on the record, three thirty ABC. I think it's going to be three thirty too. They'll they'll want it to not be a noon game, but I I can't do another night game if college game days there because I'm going to go first thing in the morning. I won't survive. I won't survive. Boston. Mix it up. Okay. Mix it up. Fucking water, you guys. It's not that hard. <laughs> Do I, do I need, uh, you know what, if MSU's a night game, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to email someone in MSU's uh, biology department and I'm going to have them come on and have them explain BAC to the listeners. Like, it's not that hard to fucking mix in a water. I don't think you understand. I'm not saying that I'm going to drink myself to death because I'm 34 years old. I can't hang with tailgating for basically 10 hours since we're called Red Bull. Huh? It's called Red Bull. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have some, but we'll plan that when the time comes. Matt, are you going to the game? I am going to the game. So I have I, I have uh I have tickets. I will be there. I will bring my uh poncho in case I see Carter. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that poor kid. <laughs> Carter's dad listens. To, you just outed Carter to his dad. Oh. No, no, not you know, just in case I see Carter that, and uh, is the, Carter he likes sweetest the rain. Kid. He was he felt so fucking bad. Like the look on his face was just like the ultimate, like it's like his dad, shout out Mr. Landis. I know he told us not to call him that, but I'm gonna call him that. Shout out Mr. Landis. 
it's like his dad just told him i'm not mad at you i'm just really disappointed like he just gave me this look i'm like dude i, I said and i and then he he, he righted the situation i'm like dude it, that's it, it happens man don't Part worry game yeah uh, just, no no worries just but, move um, along and uh move along um so yeah i think that's gonna end it for us i mean i i don't have anything else to say um i think we're gonna win i think we should win saturday pretty easily um and then we're gonna have a week off so next week we will have um my wife uh, all movie wire all the time next week baby. it's gonna be movie wire heavy next week we're gonna talk no time to die the james bond movie i liked it i haven't seen it you you watched it i have not i've not seen it okay yeah i mean yeah we we watched it i liked it it's in the top 40 it's in the top uh it's in the top 40 percent of or six tops top 60 percent of of Daniel Craig Bond movies. <laughs> okay, I don't know if that sounds good. It's good. I thought it was. He's good. had five, and it's it's it. Is it more towards? Is it more quality? <laughs> it's more Skyfall. Sky, it's it? more Skyfall Inspector. Yes. Okay, that's like that's a, exactly it, what I was gonna ask. It's really long, but I was entertained the whole time. So that's an Great. achievement for a two-hour and forty-five-minute movie. It's very very fucking long. The action kicks ass. Um, I we'll thought, save it for next week. Let's yeah, just end the pod. But that, that's all I'm going to say. The action kicks ass, so it's worth watching in IMAX. Um, so yeah, next week, Movie Wire returns, and we're going to talk the Michigan game. We're going to talk Indiana, but you know, we're going to sprinkle in some other shit that you're going to hate. Um, but Matt, thank you for coming on with us, my friend. Always, always a pleasure to be on here. Um, Absolutely. Um, been too long. Like I said, now we're six and zero. Hopefully, I'm back when we're twelve and up. Yeah, and then you'll come back and we're like 15 and 0. Whoa, 20 and <laughs> Whoa. 0. We All right. this game counted twice. Right. Whoa, we got we got promoted to the NFL in the postseason and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. This oh, is the, the type way, of hype I live for. Oh, by the way, Rams four and one. Um so. Rams four and uh four and thirteen. <laughs> Rams four and thirteen. <laughs> Every week is gonna be five and uh shit. Six and oh shit. Um by the way, real quick, if the Lions beat the Rams, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw myself off the balcony at Ford Field like Scott Bell wants me to. Um, uh, no, you should. Uh, we should have you do something realistic. Like shout out to that guy who said if Michigan State wins six games this year, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a piece of paper. Yeah. Andrew, um, Andrew, shout out to Andrew who actually went on Instagram Live and ate the piece of paper. Unlike that um, pussy ass motherfucker, Richard. Richard who mm. won't eat a shoe. I would even take a little baby shoe. Like, That's why you, you know don't what? four games. Even so if even... he even if he got like a cookie from a baker shaped as a shoe and ate it. I would accept it. I would Didn't accept it. Didn't he do a cake? No. No, make, no, make him eat a long cake, long shoe cake. Like Larry David got the penis cake on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Make him eat one of those. Okay. Um, yeah, so shout out to Andrew. I mean, good on you for being a Michigan fan and owning up to your bet. Um, and yeah, we'll do something creative with the Lions Rams because that's the next game on October 24th, which I'm just not looking forward to. Um, so fellas, I'm out. We're both we're all three out. Um, forks down, go green, go white, go white.